time now to speak with R.W. Estella live on the phone. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Today is Human Rights Day, but late last week I had a bit of a warm-up in Orono. I was one of a gathering of two for a birthday celebration and had just cracked open the Chinese cookie that the hostess at the Thai restaurant had given me. The paper ribbon inside told me my lucky numbers were 10, 14, 24, 34, 36, and 47. And it instructed me in a word of Chinese, Fong Bien, which means convenience. On the flip side of the ribbon was my fortune, which read, Human rights, know them, demand them, defend them. In 1948, only a couple of years young, the United Nations heralded its Universal Declaration of Human Rights. First on the list was the right to equality and dignity. Second, freedom from discrimination. Third, right to life, liberty, personal security. And fourth, freedom from slavery. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten are like a half dozen members of the same idea, unfolding as follows. Number five, freedom from torture and degradation. Number six, right to recognition before the law. Number seven, equality before the law. Number eight, right of appeal by competent tribunal. Number nine, freedom from arbitrary arrest or exile. And number ten, right to fair public hearing. Here's a hard question. How many of numbers five through ten of the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights has the United States government violated worldwide within the past half dozen years alone? And domestically, our government has not done much better in honoring other components of the Declaration. How about number 12, freedom from interference with privacy, family, and correspondence? Or number 19, freedom of opinion, of expression? Or the last, number 30, freedom from state or other interference in the above rights? It's also poet Emily Dickinson's birthday today. In Elysium As Far As, she writes, What fortitude the soul contains that it can so endure the accent of a coming foot, the opening of a door, almost as if anticipating a hundred years earlier the strength the human condition would need to cope with the modern world of forces. This time of year, Emily seems much the child born on the cusps of seasons. There's a certain slant of light, she writes, winter afternoons that oppresses like the heft of cathedral tunes, heavenly hurt it gives us, we can find no scar, but internal difference where the meanings are. And with respect to our constant aims toward and yearning for those universal human rights the United Nations declared nearly 60 years ago, Emily anticipated nearly a century ago, success is counted sweetest by those who ne'er succeed, who comprehend a nectar requires sorest need. For more on Maine, have a great day.